Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, besties, and welcome to this beautiful Thursday and this new episode of Pillows and Beer. I am in the Hall Wine Studio, which means I'm at Craig's house, which uh, doesn't happen very often. I'm obviously joined by bestie Craig. My other bestie, Nick, if you can see, he is wearing these all, I mean, he is kind of vibed out right now. Stunner shades. He's got a stunner shades on. Doesn't want to, doesn't want to deal with any of our or y'all shit today is what he looks like. He's like, I'm on the ones and twos. Don't even worry about it. We just did the most fun pie. Oh, sorry. The most fun photo shoot. Um, at my house, I'm wearing our hoodie, our toxic hoodie from our tour last year. Yeah, we just did an awesome photo shoot. Austin and I, Austin's rocking his uh, or my Taylor Swift hoodie. But man, guys, when you see this merch, and I don't know why Austin and I have never done a photo shoot together before. We've done one, but it was for a different brand. But it looks so fun. We look like a Netflix movie, like laying on the ground outside. Um, that was a lot of fun, Craig. And when we did it, I was like, shit, now I know why Craig does so many for his pillow brand. And we should be doing this like twice a year, at least we should be doing this twice a year, at least for PNB, because the merch that y'all are going to see is, is merch that we sold on our last tour as we are working out merch for our new tour. And we'll do another photo shoot for that too. But it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we were just laughing and, and, being silly and doing all sorts of things and and listening to two friends which shout out to two friends they really make everything i do in life easier i know i posted that the other day but their big booty mix just keeps me going um i like that you like that um i like them too i mean obviously they're they're well we remix anytime we film with kyle my favorites yeah anytime we film with kyle we listen to two friends all right well well craig tend to get us like a friendship with two friends, and then we're going to play them exclusively on this podcast, it seems. I know. Nick, I got a question. Austin, we also have some fantastic news. We get to announce the tour, the locations of our 2.0 tour. So the cities that we will be coming to, we don't have the exact date yet, but we do have the cities finalized. How fun is that? Yeah, my bad. I'm sending it right now. Okay, thank you. How fun is that? I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of Craig and I just telling you that a tour is coming, telling you. And now we can tell you some some actual places that we're going to head to. And this fall is going to be so busy and it's really exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to go back on a press tour. I'm pumped to travel with you and Shep. Um, I mean, you're leaving for Europe again, which is crazy this week. I am. I I am. I'm glad that you mentioned that so that everyone knows that uh, the next couple episodes will be while I'm in Europe. So <clears throat> I did say on the podcast a little while ago that I wasn't able to uh, uh, do my family trip because of some things that happened. So now we push the family trip. It's happening this week. So I'm going back to Europe for 10 days. And 10 Oh my gosh. I know, man. I'm leaving on Friday, which my family's leaving today. And I was like, it'd make me feel better if I could get there on the weekend so I can have the full week to do things, which is why I was able to do the photo shoot, you know, today yeah. in the first place. And so just things like this and kind of a full day tomorrow and then leave on Friday and land on Saturday. So I'll be gone for the full week and then gone, you know, and then getting back on the next Tuesday. So I'm going to have to film or record with you. 
over there at least at least twice. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you while you're over there. What? So you already did the Amalfi Coast by yourself, and mm-hmm. obviously Greece with the boys. Where are you going with the family? Yeah, so uh, it wasn't supposed to be like this because I did go to the Amalfi, and and I was like, I'm so happy to go back if you guys want to. But then my mom was like, let's let's pivot and do something different. So. Um, we're basically going to spend a majority of our time in the South of France. So we're going to Saint-Tropez and we're going near, um, we're going to Provence for four days and then, and then, yeah. So when I get there, it's Rome and then Saint-Tropez, Provence, and then finishing the trip in, in Paris. I've been to a wedding in Provence and it was, it was like out of a movie. There's yeah. like cherry trees that like you legitimately just pick the cherries off the trees. Yeah. So we definitely have, uh, we definitely have some spots and my mother has made this full on itinerary for, for what's happening. And, um, it should be a lot of fun as long as me and Katie don't kill each other. But, um, yeah, it's funny trips with siblings. Um, always a good time. Always a good time. Um, also before we forget, uh, the merch will be available on our website, uh, which Nick, you can type that in the comments, what the website address is. We've got some really cool new merch coming out. Um, we already love when you guys tell, you know, come up and tell us that you're besties, but it's going to be really awesome to see you guys wearing this, um, stuff out and we'll be twinning cause we'll be in it too. So, uh, let's do a quick, um, update on sports, uh, We've got the open sports coming up for everyone listening that doesn't know. Um, the open is one of golf's major four championships and that is being played in England. Correct? No, not England, Europe. Uh, yeah. Well, England, I mean the British open. So in England, um, we will, uh, we will be rooting for our usual suspects. Craig is seeing that we do. I just saw that Keegan posted something and, if you all know, we had Keegan on the podcast. Yeah, we've got um, Keegan, Dustin, um, our buddy. Uh, no matter which way you spin it, uh, even if you guys don't watch it, if y'all are dating somebody, chances are you guys are going to see the open on either at a bar or at your house on Sunday. Like, that's just the way that it goes. We love to watch a damn major and you got to come to a live event with me. I'm going to do the Bedminster. Are there any more live events? Yeah, Bedminster. They- um, it's it's really fun. It's it's like, I mean, it's not as crazy as Happy Gilmore, but honestly, like the players are having fun. There's music on every hole. It is, it's chaos and I, I enjoy it. So I, I enjoy, enjoy chaos. for our, our buddies and um, I'll be at Bedminster and I'll be at Chicago, I believe. So do you think that our beer mile constitutes as sports? I think it's an athletic event. I don't know if it's a sport. I mean, that will go into the track conversation, which I know track is a sport, but I just played golf with the Barstool guys, actually, and we were like, I was like, how do you feel about track? Because there was a like a high school track team practicing. I just never got it because I'd be standing on the soccer or baseball field. Track being like, is definitely a sport, correct? They, I know, but I don't understand the people that run track because I'm like, you're doing what I have to do if I get in trouble. Yeah, like all yeah, practice, yeah. Well, like, you're just running. In freaking high school, I didn't get it. And I was like, why do I have any friends that like electively run track? Because, I mean, imagine, okay, you get to practice, okay? The worst part of every practice, no matter what sport that, you know, you played, was like, all right, guys, we're going to begin today or we're going to end today with sprints or I want you to warm up with like a mile or whatever the hell that it was. Imagine if you get to practice 
at track or cross country. And like, you, know, you get there and the coach is like, shut up and go run you know, two miles. And you're like, I don't want to. He's like, that's what your sport is. Like, yeah, that's like literally what you do. Like shut up and go run five miles and then come back and talk to me. And then I'm going to tell you run another three miles. So yes. track is a sport running while chugging beer. I, I'm not going to say it's a sport. I okay, think it's an but, athletic but like event. in our world, we are updating them on sports and are, this are we, is going to be Are you going to say sport. we're athletes? We're, we're now athletes again because we're well, going to be running. Well, if we a break break. 10 minutes, then Craig, we're fucking athletes. Yeah, dude. if we break 10 minutes. If we break 10 minutes, which a little recap, uh, you have to run a mile every <clears throat> lap, so every quarter mile, you have to drink a beer. And Craig found out some new rules today, which he was telling me, but I told him to wait. Yeah, uh, so the you the real rules, if you're trying to set a world record, which we clearly are, is um, no light beer. So no light beer. So Jeez. if we want to do this, act, but they say most people that do it for fun use light beer. I I don't know what yeah, constitutes doing a, it for fun. Yeah, but what constitutes a light beer? I mean, like the four majors, right? You know, there's like Bud Light, there's Coors Light, there's Miller Light. Maybe that's the three majors. Bush, Bush Light. And then there's and then there's, so okay so PBR what would be a non light beer that we could drink? Damn, a non light. I'm just gonna drink course still light. light. I'm gonna drink course. Yeah, light. yeah, I am too. Okay, uh, I mean I'm just gonna be totally honest here. This, this is happening gonna... when Austin gets back from Italy, which is kind of funny because he's gonna be. I'll be throwing up, you know, carbonara pasta. Yes. And, and well, actually, it's more so, you know, France. So I'll be throwing up freaking escargot and and uh, you know champagne. And remember, oh, I told you about my favorite dessert, Tropezien, since you're going to Saint-Tropez. Anyone that knows that would be like, oh, shit, I have not heard anyone talk about that. And I know that someone who's listening is like, no, Craig, it's pronounced like this. Because when we went, when I went to Capri to see you, remember that drink? You can't pronounce that drink. <laughs> Scarpata, Scarpata or sure. Scaragona. It definitely was not that. Um, yeah, so we remember to send us your over under the over under is 12 minutes. Um, we are going to figure out a way to do it for charity. Yeah, actually, I'm curious to see what the listeners have to say who they think is going to win the race. And by the way, Craig and I are going to take off in opposite directions so that we don't have to like, you know. I don't have to trip Craig or something. Yeah, and like honest, it, would it would end be physically. Craig. Yeah, it would end physically. Like you know, Craig would like trip the shit out of me. And golf. Like, the fact that we can't play golf now without Austin feeling comfortable to look down at his like he won't keep his take his eyes off me now. He's like Craig's he gonna said, tackle me into the pond. He sent me a video today and he was like, "Oh man, this is so funny!" And it was like some dude <laughs> tackling another dude into the pond. I was like, "Craig, that was you on eighteen at Whistling Straits, man. Like that happened, except for you know he didn't tackle me. He just." So Nick said anything 5% and under is a light beer. Um, but we love doing things for charity. Okay. So let's. Um, no, 10% and under? No way. No, he's given the commercial. Oh. Sign. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, while Austin begins his car bloating for our beer mile, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about Summer is here. Do you want to bring the heat from outside into the bedroom or maybe even keep it outside? Wink, wink. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, 
you'll receive your prescription within days. I mean, common questions, right? You might be thinking, does it work? Or you don't think that you need it? Try it for free for a month and see. You're going to love it. You could be missing out on the best sex of your life. With Blue Chew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. They always say first impressions are important. What about lasting impressions? I mean, look, that's true though, Austin. Your first impression, we all know <laughs> that that pre- like that it's is a cheat code, is what it is. But the first impression when you're with someone for the first time, like you obviously, it's very important to you. It's not the end of the world, but you want to leave a lasting impression. And Blue Chew wants to help you leave that lasting impression and have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TALKTEXAS. At checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TALKTEXAS to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, besties? Welcome back to this episode of Pillars and Beer. I'm Craig Conover, joined by Austin Kroll and Nick Norris. Two of us are in the Hallwine studio. Guess which ones they may be. Um, you know, Austin, I really want to do like a DNA test, like 23andMe or Ancestry.com, but I obviously, everyone listening knows, do not want to willingly give the government by DNA, um, so they won't frame me for a bunch of murders. Interesting. Uh, well, actually, it's not interesting. I mean, they could come gathered if they really wanted to, it's but I just standard. rather not. And the fact that they're selling, one of them are selling to BlackRock or Vanguard right now, which I was like, oh, so the biggest company in the entire world that runs everything is about to get everyone's DNA. Okay, get back on track. So um, I've always wanted to do that. Uh, and I see that they're doing like ancestry.com is doing this little short series. Did you see Andy Cohen just did it? No. Um, he is related. He's cousins with ScarJo, like Scarlett Johansson. He's like, Oh my God, Scarlett, like ScarJo and I are. This uh, reminds me of just, you know, like immediately just like off you know, the cuff sort of reaction is, uh, is that <clears throat> Woody Harrelson wants to do one with Matt McConaughey because he thinks that he might actually be like, Related to him and Matthew McConaughey, apparently his response was, I don't really want to do it because then that means that like, if that's true, then that means that my dad is not my dad. You know what I mean? Right. Like right, you don't right. want to know. And then he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. But Woody like, like, you know, really wanted to, this might be fucking old news, but like, don't, I don't ask think questions. So. You know what the answer is. Basically to. that's what Matt McConaughey is saying. I don't think anyone calls him Matt. Just like no one calls Michael the Butler Mike, but <laughs> Matt McConaughey is saying nah, and Woody's like, wait, but yeah. So I think it would be so fun. Um, I wish, you know, I wasn't so paranoid about it, but eventually I'll do it because I kind of want to do it. I, I, uh, like, so like, I'm like, I know I'm Dutch. I know we came over basically on the Mayflower. Um, but I'd like, you know, when I was in Italy, I had like my skin tones different. Like, I don't know. I'm so Polish. I'm so Eastern European. I'm Polish and I'm, and I'm German and <clears throat> Czech. At least that's what I think. Right. But I, I mean, you I mean, what if it came back and I was like, you are, see, I have, in, one eighth, I, you know, I have native American like, in me because my people got here like early my people. My people got here early and they started to flander. 
I feel like that's kind of true because I feel like Craig would scout me if given <laughs> the opportunity. And that tracks. It only tracks so much it's that literally Craig would have like a hatchet or, you know, in his side loop. I mean, I do have given a the opportunity. hatchet over there, but and a machete. Well, Craig might. Not really. I mean, my uh, my housekeepers have now moved them to the garage. But um, reoccurring nightmare as a kid was from the scalping scene in Dances with Wolves. That was my nightmare. A and, bunch let's of, all, and let's all not forget that Craig does not know how to say wolves. Yeah, wolves. Wolves. Um, which we did steal all of their land. I, I'm, I'm definitely Daniel Day-Lewis, dude. The last of the Mohicans. Yeah, I'm pro-Native American. I think we which the conquering was bad. But which South Park did a great spinoff of the last yeah, Mohican scene with Butters. But... They are painted in, like, black makeup, and they scalp this farmer in front of his daughter. And I always had reoccurring nightmares that Enough they were coming Enough of from this. Us. Craig, what do you think about the entertainment strike, okay, which basically, you know, the writers of movies, scripted writers are all going on strike. And does this mean that, like, we're about to pop off as <laughs> – Yes. They're reality guys. Yeah, so nothing uh, new is going to come out for ages, and then except, our show's going to come out right at the right time, just like all the shows that came out during the pandemic and the shows that came out during the pandemic popped off, and it's like that is about to happen. That's Does. basically, yes, what's happening. So it's my understanding that with the Actors Guild, SAG joining the writer's strike, it means nothing, right? It, it makes it stronger for them, but at the end of the day, without writers, the actors weren't able to do anything. Now, unless the directors join that strike, then unscripted will stay untouched. So basically, unscripted programming is about to be an even higher demand than it already was. And yes, just like during COVID, Austin, we are now like the Outer Banks or the Tiger King, you know, like, right. I right. mean, dude, Outer Banks came out at right at the right time. Not that, you know, we didn't love it anyways, but like everyone was like, well, we got to watch. So unscripted, like they might be taking shows that they didn't green light before that they shelved. I mean, we don't really know where the call is going to come from, but we have basically been told to stay ready. Um, I don't have. Wait, what does that mean? To stay ready. They're just like, be ready to film when we call, you know, like it doesn't have to be Southern. Like if you're an unscripted person, because we're not in oh. SAG. Oh, Um I mean, technically, I have not been given that green light to stay ready and, and vigilant. <laughs> they just know I film. will. They just know I will tell you. <laughs> tell Austin to be ready. Like, they just rely on Craig to read me in on things. Um, um, so, look, I don't have any information like to form an opinion. So, like, this is not this is an objective statement. I just know that there will be no more scripted shows, which sucks because that's my escape. Like I watch TV and movies and I okay, do not watch about, unscripted. What about the cast of Oppenheimer that walked off right in solidarity with the writers and stuff. And I'm sorry, dude, but I rolled my fucking eyes. Cause every single one of those actors is like a list. They've already made a hundred million dollars or $50 million off of this shit. And they're like, we're going to walk out. And like, after your movie was completed, after you're basically about to release it, after you've already made 25 right. other blockbuster movies, like, whoa, man, you really showed Hollywood with making $200 million collectively with Matt Damon, you know, making $199.9 million of that. Yeah. Like, give me a but fucking like, break. It's only Hollywood actors, and House of Dragon is still filming. They're in a different union, which is a little confusing. I don't like this blacklisting thing, which basically... I, I, I'm under the understanding or the impression that 
if an actor decides to do a commercial during this strike, you know, to make money for his family or to pay his rent, that he will be blacklisted and blackballed from any future jobs, which I'm like, look, if you want to hold out for money, fine. But like, you know, if you and I refuse to like come back for Southern Charm, but like someone else signed their contract, I wouldn't be like, you know, screw you. I'm never like filming with you again. Um. I, I wouldn't either, man, but that's why they call them scabs, right? Like, that's the definition of a scab. Like, if they are, uh, uh, you know, picketing, whatever, and then, you know, they hire us, you know, to come in to write some show, then I feel like... You know what? I... You know, I, I probably am in the union because I just you did probably that. are. I think I am saying. SAG. So, am I still allowed to film Southern Charm? Craig, you scab. Yeah, wait. I'm supposed to be picketing right now, bro. It's reality. You are. You are. You, no, you no, no. Might, from my know. movie. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You might like and the commercial. You actually are. Uh, we're gonna have our friend AJ come in and explain this to us because we do have a lot of friends that are oh. actors and that are SAG and that are actually really like. They're probably sad right now because they don't get to work. Um, and our buddy's on SEAL Team, AJ Buckley, great guy. And maybe we'll have him, also one of my favorite shows. Uh, Shocker. Yeah, I know. Shocker. Uh, so anyway, sport, I think some special forces stuff, and Craig just gets a little hard on. He's like, and this is AJ Buckley, and, and I have met him, and he's a great guy. But, of course, Craig knows exactly who he is yeah. and what his sign is and <laughs> his call his, sign, of his course. His trigger finger, he shoots left or right. Uh, Austin will be playing golf with him in a month. Um, anyway, I don't understand it, but basically unscripted isn't going anywhere. So – to more unscripted talk, talk about people that aren't going anywhere are Austin's favorite topic <laughs> on this podcast. Kim Kardashian uh, and Tom Brady, a quarterback that doesn't seem to be going anywhere ever. So I think that everyone knows who Tom Brady is. Craig, who's the bigger star in your eyes? And this is funny to ask you because I know that you know you like sports, but I also know that you – like have your finger on the pulse and all this shit. Who do you think? Damn, bigger. You know, I think we've reached a time in society where that, Kim K is bigger. Yeah, I think it's. Damn, I think globe. I'm looking at it globally. You know, I think globally, Kim K. I know, but TB12 is also global, yeah. and not that I'm like some sort of advocate for you know Tom Brady. I'm not like what about Tom? I'm just. I mean, he's one of the most famous quarterbacks ever, right? I mean, well, and he's definitely the most successful quarterback by him. Other by a countries mile. do love. American sports, but the Kardashians have built themselves into this force that absolutely is hard to reckon with, you know? Um, so, you know, you got me, but I, yes, hand, you know, finger on the, wait, what did gun to my head? Yes. That's that's what it is. Gun to my head or that hatchet over there. Yeah. To my forehead. To your scalp. Uh, I'm going to go Kim, Kim gay, man. I, I, like, I'm not even going to answer it because I hate, to to admit it, um, this freaking party that they were at seems like it seems like it reminds me of like the Ari Gold party. No, it wasn't Ari Gold. It was the party where Ari storms into because Adam Davies. No, no, no. Adam Davies. He ends up shooting with the the, the paintball, paintball gun that's one later. But scenes. but remember when he's like. <laughs> Y'all know that he used to be the best assistant ever. He used to put just the right amount of foam on my latte. And he embarrassed him in front of 
this party. And he's like, yeah, you're throwing a party at your boss's house. Anyways, it reminds me of him because he had this party and Vinny Chase came and all this shit, which the show came out 19 years ago. You know, I just told your story about Entourage to Barstool on camera because – I'm yeah, sure that you because they're playing hard, with turtle probably right because they're playing with turtle next week and I was like oh I know Jerry Ferreira I just uh, know these names you know sometimes it kind of alarms me so Austin would you go have you heard about these famous parties in the Hamptons no because I've just seen about them where you know Kim K and Tom Brady you know go and meet apparently and I'm like yeah, Craig, uh, th- that's, maybe that's where I just gotta go I just gotta find the girl see would you want to go that's, and just be like hey I'll never let you go. If you got an invite, would you fly up and just go to the Hamptons for that? Well, for that party, yes. Craig, we have flown for an invite to do so much less, like to do so much less. I saw that, you know, Kevin Hart was like running routes on the beach, you know, with the number two pick behind Bryce Young World Tide. And like, they're just all like, yeah, Craig. You and I have flown somewhere because someone's given us like a free fucking movie pass. You know, we're like, true. okay, yeah, man, we'll come in. You know, to those to early the, days, we just fly down to Miami. Of, it's like, hey, well, you can get sure. into this party. Let's, yeah. Oh well, we hey, if you come down, uh, free cookies on us. Like, I am a sucker. Okay. I am a sucker. I'm a I'm a closeted fanboy. Like I'll play it cool, but I do enjoy seeing people. Well, but now that you said that, I'm not entirely sure if I like want to roll up to like. Quite literally, just like some of the most famous people on planet Earth. Like, what the fuck would we do, Craig? We would drink and try to give them high fives. Well, I definitely <laughs> would have to show up a little loose. Like, I would have to show up. We would be way too basically good. like a bottle of rose in, which yeah. is what we, I am right now. There would be no way to balance it correctly, you know. And like, after you know, that first bottle, I'd be like, you know, trying to get you know, some high fives. And then, you know, the second bottle is when it would all go. I think Leo's renting a, like a $29 million house. And then did you see someone had a um, a luncheon the other day in the Hamptons, and it was like 40 A-list actors and actresses at the table. Like Jennifer Aniston was there. Je- yeah, who was that, Nick? Why did you – oh, Josh Weinstein. Why did you oh, – Josh Weinstein. Yeah, that's, that's his name from Entourage. Yes. Josh, Josh Weinfuck, the pencil-pushing fuck. Yeah. Oh, man, he destroys him. God, that's so good. Um, Austin. Yeah. We've talked about our fraternities before, but hazing is starting to be in the headlines again. I, I, I think a, a football team just got in a lot of trouble. I'll yeah. tell you that. No, the Northwestern coach. All hazing is not the same. So, like, ours was all pretty, I guess it's funny to, you know, it's, it's funny is subjective. Ours was harmless, probably pretty embarrassing, but, like, it was about partying. Like, ours was never... You know, the linemen of the team got naked and linked arms and you had to, like, make it through them to get into the showers. You know, like we were doing sure. hey pledges, pass sure. this bottle of Evan Williams around until it's finished and don't fucking say a word. Which right. It was bad, but it was bonding. Yeah. You know? that's, that's definitely forcing people to drink and yes. get drunk. But like, but like that is called a rite of passage. Now, people do take that too far. And I understand that 100 percent, as I know that you do as well, Craig. But. If you didn't get haze and you don't make it through Hell Week, then you don't feel like a part. And then you're able to do it 
you know, to the next and to the next. I think it builds loyalty. But it's there's, tradition. There's but definitely, there were definitely brothers, Craig, and I know that you feel this way too. There are definitely brothers that took it too far. Yeah. Even when I did get like initiated, I was like, fuck you, bro, forever. Like you are a fucking asshole. See, we had brother call and, outs and after like, initiation and you could call out a brother and box him. Oh shit. That's really smart. Yeah. Just to be like, look, you can run your mouth all you want, dude, but like this pledge is going to kick your ass. <laughs> but look, if you get hurt during hazing or the people that have passed away, I think that the people that did that should be sh- like, I feel bad if it was an accident, but like you should be shot for doing that to someone. I think, I mean, that's a hard I accidentally thing. knocked out one of my brothers, uh, or, uh, a pledge, you know, and it punch him or anything. But like when you're in the basement, which is where we haze people and you lock arms. And so you would hold on to your brother, like as hard as you possibly could. Right. I'm like, no, you're not taking Craig and Craig's like, you're not taking Austin. And so, you know, you're linked up. And so one time I was grabbing, grabbing, grabbing. And because there was like a 20 person link, it like, you know, whiplashed and they went around like a corner and he hit his head on the corner and I was like, oh, oh shit, you know, and obviously he got some preferential treatment for the night. And I was right. like, dude, let's go drink a beer. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But like, that's just what it is. It's like you want to get well, you, but I think you got to not there, take I mean, it too far because right. then, you know, you're the asshole brother. I had pledged brothers that I didn't like, but I would have their back in the bar no matter what, because we went through shit together. Right. And then all of a sudden you had like, you know, team pride, like of your fraternity, you know, Austin and I were both Kappa Sigs and. At the end of the day, when you looked at another guy wearing letters, you knew that he went through the exact same shit you did. And that's why when we got in trouble, there was basically a legacy that was going to get bald um, no matter what. Like his dad knew that he couldn't control some of us. And I was like, that bald. kid's not bald means black bald, which means. Bald. Yeah. So you don't get initiated if you get yeah. one black ball. So the only way that you can get initiated before that black ball ceremony is as if there's a hazing accusation or claim. And as soon as there's a hazing claim, everyone gets initiated. And we always call these guys grace brothers and Oh, grace brothers. Right. Because they got to bypass the whole, yeah, they never did hell. We never did fear factor. And so the, one of the head grace brothers, the next year was like, I'm fucking doing hell or I'm doing fear factor night. With the pledges, so you never fucking call me a Grace Brother again. And we were like, all right. And so some of the Grace Brothers did that, and they weren't Grace Brothers anymore. Anyway, with all that said, the shit that's going down at Northwestern, or the stuff they're accused of, is fucking way out of the spectrum than Austin and I. We never did naked car washes. We never hit the pledges. I mean, Austin knocked his out, apparently, but... It was um, a complete accident. I mean... It wasn't like a right hook to the jaw. There was no pain. Uh, It was... You know, I wasn't a great pledge. I, I tried to get out of everything, but I was, dude. Yeah. Well, Christopher, if, if you got out of too much, then you know, you, you get bald, Craig, right. because then your brothers are like, this little pussy wasn't, you know, you know, this for any of this stuff. Anyway, let's, uh, fear factor was my worst night. That was eating and shit. I didn't, I hated that. Wait, man, do you have something to read us right now, Craig? Is this, uh, what? No, I was going to take a quick break. Oh, okay. All right. We'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Follow us at Pillows, the letter N, beer, um, at, uh, or on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. The website uh, for our merch is pillowsandbeer.com. We're going to get to our tour cities in a second. Uh, we're going to do a quick listener question. 
I have a feeling that this is uh, from Nick, so I'm going to read it. Uh, the moment I see a girl with her boyfriend or engaged on Instagram, I unfollow, even <laughs> if I know them sometimes. Does that make me shallow? Uh, I mean, I get it. Look, that's why, like, no, when I was single and I'd follow people, like, if they, as soon as they did that hard post, like, yeah, that fantasy was gone. And I actually think it's selfish for boyfriends of an Instagram model to force them to post because you're going to cost them money. Like your insecurity is going to cost your girlfriend money because you're right, Nick, as soon as, as soon as they do that hard post, the fantasy has gone and people, I think people unfollow or they definitely don't as, engage as much. What do you think Austin? I mean, what you just said is completely factual. The fantasy has gone. I mean, I can definitely tell you that I have, you know, seen someone and, and I try not to do it as much anymore. Right. Where I'm like, Ooh, she's hot. Right. Cause there's, you know, an endless amount of just like, Ooh, she's hot girls out there on the gram. And then I followed before. And then, you know, you see them do something and then, you know, you unfollow them pretty quickly. And I'm like, well, I never should have been following them in the first place. Um, I don't think it's shallow, especially if you're just like a single person who's like, has some fantasy that you might one day meet them. Um, maybe do your research first before you hit that follow button, which is what I try to do these days. And uh, last one, just because Barbie's coming out, um, mm. I will say that I don't understand what Oppenheimer is. I did Google it. I don't understand what the movie's about. I thought it was about the nuclear bomb. It is. And it's a true story. It is. So it's about the creation of the nuclear bombs? Yes. Okay. The Barbie movie, What what is that about? <laughs> what? Well, they are not splitting the atom, so to speak, when you have the Barbie movie. Uh, it could not be more opposite. So, Well, I mean, what's it know, about, though? Splitting the atom is what a nuclear bomb is. And um, I, I, it's about fucking Barbie, dude. And then I think that what happens is that she literally is like, wait a minute. This isn't fake anymore. So, like, then things you know, begin to happen. Like, oh, my God, am I sweating? Like, I, it, you know, and then she experiences, like, you know, real life. Kind of like the Ryan Reynolds uh, movie, the video free game guy. one. Yeah, free guy. Awesome um, movie. So I think, yeah, that it like goes from just like the perfect Barbie world where she wakes up every day and the sun is shining. And one day, you know, she wakes up and it's like, oh, my God, there's a rain cloud outside. What? And that is All right. Barbie, Here in my we- opinion. Uh, <laughs> but I might be wrong. Uh, but I think that that's what, that's, that's what it's about. Um, okay. So here is our bum, 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 bum. The cities we will be visiting on Pillows and Beer 2.0. I am pumped. We have been asked this one for a while now. It shouldn't be a shocker, but we are doing a show in Charleston, South Carolina. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, we are going back to New York City and headed to Boston. And then to Rowdy, Rowdy, Philly. Love Philly. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And then we're going to go back to Boston. God, I love Boston. Chicago. <sighs> Let's go next week to Chicago. Uh, our very first show ever was D.C. And our rowdiest. I, the st- people stormed the stage. And we <laughs> and we broke the record for alcohol sales at that venue, Craig. So let's, uh, let's try to break that record. Our besties are 
The Rowdy. <laughs> I love that. Nashville. Long overdue. Long overdue. Then we head to New Orleans. Maybe we'll get a drink at Parlay's over in Lakeview. Austin and I have spent some time there. I've left. We've spent a month in in New Orleans one night. Yes, we did. Uh, San Antonio, Texas. And then Houston, Texas. Then over to Austin. Maybe what is that street called? Sixth Street? Well, there's a few streets, but but a very popular one is Sixth. It's kind of like a King Street. I want to do some lakes. Another street. I think it's called Duval Street. I want to do lakes in Texas, so... Hit us up. And then we are trying to and hopefully going to go to Dallas. All right. Not a bad list. And that is the the dates. That's the city so far. I mean, that's 14 tour stops. Uh, we love it. We can't wait. Well, thank you, besties. I remembered. Email us at theboys at pillowsandbeer.com. Email those questions. We love those questions. Pillows, the letter N, beer for Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Pretty epic. Thank you, Nick, for everything. Thank you, besties. Have an incredible week, and we'll see you in a couple of days. Love you, besties. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.